What's up, everybody? It's Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook with football game plan here to talk to you about Isogenics. Isogenics is nutritional cleansing, which is a lifestyle upgrade. It's an easy to follow system that burns fat, supports body systems and promotes lean muscle growth. The solutions it provides are weight, wellness, performance, energy and health aging opportunities. Start now and transform your life by reaching out to health and prosperity coach Jim Paterno at jenrachelle at gmail.com. That's J-E-N-R-A-C-H-E-L-L-E at gmail.com. Or shoot her a text at 862-220-6611. She's also on Twitter at Coach. That's I-S-A-J-E-N-I-X coach. Isogenics, solutions to transform lives. Welcome to another edition of the Scout Team Podcast. I'm Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook. You can follow us on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at FBall Game Plan. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is the Football Game Plan Network, located at youtube.com slash football game plan. And if you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, which you already should, make sure to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. And continuing with our 2018 NFL Draft prospect interviews tonight, we bring on Trent Scott, of Grambling, one of the more well-rounded offensive linemen, I think, in this year's draft class. Trent, appreciate you taking time. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Well, you are part of that big turnaround at Grambling, man. When, when you know, people talk about Grambling, obviously you hear about the historic part of it, but then they had a, a patch where Grambling was, was kind of in some trouble, and then all of a sudden it started to change, and you were part of that whole process. How was that process for you? Uh, well, it was a it was a tough trying process, man. You know, we um those couple years that we had bad, we we still had the talent on the team. We just we were lacking some leadership and organization, you know, around. So, I mean, once Coach Fox came in and set out his game plan for us, and you know, he straightened us out and you know got set the plan for us. You know, that 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 pretty much wiped out all that for us, and we've been going forward ever since. And you guys definitely did the right thing by bringing in Fobbs, a grambling man himself. And then next thing you know, you won a black college national championship. I was at that 2016 Celebration Bowl, and I was also at the one this past December. Um, I thought this past one, you were the MVP of that ballgame. If they would have gave it, if you guys would have won, I thought they should have gave it to you the way you were blocking your tail off in that ballgame. Oh, yeah, I appreciate it. Oh, and listen, you you balled out. And here's here's the part that uh, a lot of people miss. Um, you know, I thought you got into a zone to where every block, whether it was pulling or trapping or just straight base blocks, you were just excelling. I thought you were in a zone. I know what that feels like from a running back perspective, but from an offensive lineman perspective, what does being in the zone feel like for you? And were you in the zone in that ball game? Oh, yeah. I uh, I try to be in that zone every ball game, but in that one particular, I mean, I was going to my last collegiate game ever, you know I mean? So you just – you never want to – leave that game, you know, leaving anything on the field. So every play, you know, you treat it like it's your last. I mean, you want to play every game like that, of course, but 
before the game, you know, you play the game, you play the plays in your head, you know, think about what you're going to do play by play. And you just take it one play at a time. And, you know, I just wanted to leave everything I had in the field for that game. I thought you did a great job. And, I mean, talking about the Celebration Bowl itself, something new. I want to say three years old. And um, it's been a success, both from a scouting perspective, from a viewer perspective, and I bet from a player perspective. How important was that bowl game? And, and how fun was that whole experience? Oh, it, 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 the experience itself was definitely uh, great one. I mean, uh, traveling out there to Atlanta, we went and doing the tour of the um, – Black College Hall of Fame and the college football—I mean, the college football Hall of Fame, whatever—and just just getting to see those different things and meet those great legends that came before you from different schools and other HBCU schools and even another team. I mean, it's been some great talent come through that game period with Tariq Cohen and even in this past game with uh, Brandon Parker on the other side. I mean, he's another offensive lineman that I look into all the time. I mean, he's a massive guy, but he's another guy that's going to be good in this draft. So I mean, just the talent. Um, that's been playing this, this game and the, uh, the opportunity for us to display our talent on national television is a great experience. Now, Grambling is no slouch. We talked about the history. We talked about all the players that have come through Grambling that have been huge success. You talk about Chad Williams last year getting drafted to the Cardinals. Um, right. you're gonna, yourself, including with uh, Martez Carter, Devontae Kincaid, um, those are some tremendous, talented players coming from that program. How did Grambling help develop your game? Uh, just coming from that smaller school environment, man, I had I had guys like uh, Coach Ben Wilkerson who took me under his wing and really helped me develop and make that transformation from a high school athlete to a college athlete. You know, I went through some ups and downs, you know, in my experience, but, you know, just that, uh, just coming from that, you know, not having a lot at the time, you know, dealing with what you had to deal with, that grit, you know, that grit that Chad Williams had grinding every day to get to where he is. I mean, that's just how we were developed, how we were made over there. So, I mean, just that 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 put an extra chip on your shoulder. That's the that's all the motivation you need coming from a smaller school like that. One thing that's unique about Grambling and where you came from, you guys playing the swag. And for those that may not know, I want to say that's like 95% passing the football. You know, so, yeah. but you guys threw the ball a lot in the swag. But I said all that to say this that you have a lot of experience in pass pro. How has playing in the swag kind of helped put you ahead of the curve as far as that perspective? Because a lot of times you see guys from other levels, maybe they are not used to dropping back 35 to 40 times a game. Yeah. Um, but you've gotten a lot of experience. Oh, well, yeah. Well, if you know Eric Dula, we're going to throw the ball. <laughs> <laughs> so. So, yeah, with Eric Dooley, man, you know, we had that high-tempo, up-tempo offense. You know, we put the ball in there a lot. So, I mean, that, of course, playing offensive line in that system, you have to be conditioned for taking that many kick sets a game. And just, I mean, but it helped me out, definitely. I mean, you know, we tried to mix – we mixed in the runs best we could. But that, that experience definitely helped me uh, going out there to the college gridiron showcase in Dallas. And during the one-on-one period, I feel like I had a pretty good period. So, just – Get, getting a lot of those pass rushing reps and pass rushing in the game. I mean, it definitely is an edge on me. Yeah, full disclosure, Eric Dooley was my coach in high school, so definitely know a lot about oh, yeah. his, his offense <laughs> and what he brought to the table. You mentioned the oh, College yeah. Gridiron Showcase. How, how was that uh, experience? Because that's one of the unique all-star games where there's not a game, um, right. but there's practices, which are the most important parts. So how was that experience for you? 
Well, yeah, it, I mean, it was a different experience, I guess, you know, compared to the different games, such as NFL, PA, and all that type of stuff. But, I mean, to me, any opportunity that you get to, you know, display your talent in front of scouts, I mean, I think every – I think all 32 teams were there, you know, different scouts, and we got to meet with the different guys and, you know, meet with them, and they interviewed us and stuff like that. So, I mean, it was definitely a great experience. We got to um, – go through different seminars and stuff like, I mean, and uh, different guys got to speak with us. Some guys from NFL came and shared their knowledge with us. So just the overall experience of it was great. We, um, it was pretty good. On the field, I think, you know, you're one of those unique talents to where you can play guard or tackle. Now you play tackle at Grambling, but I think the, the common fan doesn't know the difference between guard and tackle as far as the skill set that's required. What are those unique nuances within the two positions that you need to have success? And where do you feel as though you're best suited to play? Uh, well, like you said, I mean, I started at Grambling all my, most of my years at uh, tackle. So, I mean, that's what I'm comfortable with. But at the same time, I'm, I mixed in a little guard here and there. But the difference to me would be, I mean, the length. I mean, but uh, that tackle spot is an island, man. I mean, most of the time you man on man blocking. And, you know, even when you do get a little help, you know, you're mostly taking over blocks by yourself. And uh, it's more of an athletic position. You know, you're going to be playing a lot more in space, more as guard. Um, you're going to have a guy closer to you more. You have to be more strong at that position. Uh, the fight is going to happen a lot faster at guard. And so um, you're going to be working more double teams, of course, at guard, helping the center out and stuff like that. Pulling, now you're pulling, working on pulling, trapping, kicking people out, that's a, that sort of thing. But, I mean, I, I in my game, I tried to work in all three positions. I mean, I was uh, fortunate to start at Grambling to tackle, but in my spare time, I would work guard. I would even work center and snapping. And so even at the um, College Gridiron Showcase, I got a lot of reps at center just to, you know, do that in front of the scouts and show them that I've been working on my game and I'm versatile at all three positions. That's a smart move, man, because they say the more you do, the longer you're going to have in, in the league. And when you look at your athleticism, I, I just thinking back to, that celebration bowl game, one, they started running weak side. So, you know, that's that's a tip of the cap to the left tackle that's doing his job. Oh, yeah. but, they, but they also used to pull you on traps and, and, and leads around the way. So your athleticism is pretty underrated, don't you think? Oh, yeah. I mean, of course. I mean, I even got uh, – <laughs> I mean, looking at some of the things like the uh, what I projected to run in my 40s, like a 5-3 or 5-4 or something like this. So, I mean, that's – they, my athleticism is underrated, but I mean, that's, that's just something else for me to work on and step up in my game. And Coach Dooley did a great job of giving me opportunities to show my athleticism on tape. So he did a lot of pulling me, a lot of running me out on screens, a lot of, you know, moving me to the other side and getting out in space blocking people. So, I mean, that was a plus for me. One of the toughest things to do is critique your game because you know how it is when you ask a player, you know, what you, where can you get better? You, oh, man, I'm, I'm nice. There's no way. I don't have any weaknesses or areas of improvement in my game, but where do you feel as though you still have a little bit more room to grow? Oh, well, as an offensive lineman, I feel like you're always going to have something that you can keep getting better on. I mean, you got to be, uh, I'm the toughest critic of myself. And so um, I would definitely say my hand placement, um, I, I'm, I'm a very aggressive player. So, I mean, sometimes I get a little grabby in my place. So, trying to finish people sometimes I, you know, go a little overboard, but, uh, <laughs> uh, as I was lying, you can never stop working on feet. I mean, feet moving laterally, you know, change position, core, 
body control, all that type of stuff. It's, it's countless things that goes into playing opposition people don't think about that you have to work on to remain and to be a better athlete at, at offensive line. One thing I, I respect about the offensive line, I was a college running back, right? And and you know the position, the, the, the running back position or skill positions, you know, they tend to be sexy. Even defensive linemen starting to get sexy now. They won't, they won't wear single digits and stuff like that. But oh, yeah. you, <laughs> you, you guys really don't get the credit you deserve. But it shows that you have to have a love for the game in order to play that position. What is it about the game that you love the most? Uh, I, I just love the physicality, man. And, you know, uh, you know, we get our our, our stat is a pancake block, and that's that's, <laughs> like, that's like a touch, that's like a touchdown in our eyes, man. So I mean, uh, I mean, we know we don't get the credit. I mean, the newspaper and all that type of stuff. But at the same time, as offensive linemen, when when the running back gets two hundred yards and the quarterback throws so many yards, and you only give up maybe one sack a game, and you win by so many points. You know it was you. Uh, and you know, you know, you know what you contributed to the team. And you know when you get to the fourth quarter, and the coach can put it on your back to run the ball and run the game out. I mean, you, that's that's the pride you take as an offensive lineman that we did that. Those short yardage games, third and short, to get the first or those short. I mean, short goal line plays that gets in the end zone. That's 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 what you, you know, hang on your back as an offensive lineman. That's that's you. That's what you pride yourself in. And you guys are selfless too. I've been in huddles where. You know, we're on the goal line, and in comes a defensive lineman, the old lineman looking like, man, I, I could have did that. Like, you brought it in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. and, every, and, every, and every now and then, you, you know, there's always linemen, these offensive coordinators nowadays, they treat us, they'll, they'll throw you a little trick play in there. Throw, I just seen a lot of tackle screens lately. So, I mean, <laughs> <that's just>, right. <laughs> Shout out to Pitt. <laughs> Pitt seemed to run like a, a tackle screen every game. You know, oh, yeah. that's part of the offense. <laughs> nah, but this this has been fun, man. Like, I always ask prospects when you finally get to that next level. You know, it's all about reaching back and, and helping someone else or having a hand up. Um, what's a, a cause that you would like to start once you get to the professional level, whether it's, you know, a cause that's already out there or something that you would like to start there where you feel as though there, there needs some, some help? Um, well, my – Part of my story, I mean, I basically walked on at Grambling. So, I mean, that would be something that I would definitely look into, um, you know, looking into focusing on guys who have to walk on that journey and helping them helping them out with some kind of scholarship to help them get, you know, help with their finances while going through that process of getting on the field and, you know, anything like that. I mean, we, we did so much different stuff off the field with Grambling and also in my fraternity. So, I mean. It's a lot of different causes that I like. I mean, we went and visited the Children's Hospital of Atlanta, and that was a great experience. So I mean, it's just a lot of different things off the field. That I, I haven't I haven't specified one thing yet, but I'm definitely going to um, reach back at, at if I'm fortunate enough to make it. You know, do anything to improve my community. Yeah, and football is one of those games where you you put so much, and it's cliche, but it's true. You put so much blood, sweat, and tears in the game that you start to learn a lot about yourself and a lot about life. What would you say is the biggest thing football taught you? Uh, the biggest thing football taught me was perseverance, man. I mean, uh, you're going to go through a lot of stuff as a football player. I mean, and um, losing a tough game or even injury. Like I suffered an injury in 2014 that sat me out for a whole year. So just coming back from those type of things. Also, a lot of different things like multitasking and, 
being able to be a college athlete and excel in the classroom. I mean, those are things that gets looked over, but those are skills that, you know, that has definitely going to apply to my life post football. And that's definitely something that Coach Fobbs always instills in us. And that's why I believe he's getting the uh, recruits that he's getting these days. Because, I mean, what what he gives us is bigger than football. And so, I mean, what, what he gives us is stuff we can take on past football. And that's what we he's been blessed to give us. Yeah, Coach Fobbs is, is, a, is a great dude. And, again, full disclosure, Coach Fobbs was my running backs coach in college. So, I know a lot about Graham. Oh, yeah, you got, you got Grambler blood. <laughs> I got all kind of Grambler ties, man. But where are you training right now? Uh, I'm at Traction in Baton Rouge with uh, Ryan Clark. Okay, that's a good dude. Uh, Ryan Clark is a good one to, to work with. And for people that want to follow you or follow your journey uh, through this process, where can they keep up with you on Twitter or on Instagram? Uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at underscore tscott78. You know what? I've done a lot of these interviews, man, and I, I swear you guys are getting more and more savvy with these Twitter handles and, and Instagram handles. So you guys are uh, smarting up because when we when I was in college, this was from '99 to '02. We uh, email was was obviously we didn't have social media, but email was big. But you had an email address, but you never use it. So your email was yeah. probably something ridiculous, right? So oh, yeah. well, I, I got an old email that's, that's like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? So you know I'm getting that. So, so well, hey, oh, yeah. man, what's your Twitter handle? Like, uh, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> But I'm glad you kept it professional. <laughs> they, 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 they all over the place now, man. Big Daddy, I tried to keep mine simple. <laughs> yeah, that's smart, man. Well, Trent, man, it's been fun. I appreciate you taking time, and we wish you the best luck moving forward. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it.